Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. Thanks to Riley Gates. Once again, if you missed any of that conversation, check out our podcast page. Anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. Not Google Podcasts. They shut that down, I saw. so. Uh, but anywhere you get your podcast, you can catch the morning blitz. Google Podcasts ever yeah, so see, that's probably why it's gone. Yeah, there I, was, I was looking at the box scores uh, when we were visiting with Riley about uh, you know the Kansas State game. We're talking about bench play. I was adding this up here. Four, five, nine, ten. The K-State bench went one for ten from the field. One from ten from the field. Uh, still found a way to get ten points, but one for ten from the field. The K-State bench did in that 73-53 loss to Oklahoma at home. It's a bad loss. Uh, I think it's I think it's the worst home loss. Uh, I don't know. Ah, not that we the worst home loss, but it's right up there with the Nebraska one. Uh, that was a bad one. And then Kansas State, or sorry, KU got more production out of their bench. Nick Timberlake hit a three. He had seven points. All right. And then they had some guys playing in garbage time that that picked up some more. Maybe those guys need to play more. They're able to score in garbage time. Maybe they should play more in the game mattered the most. By the way, Kansas got that done last night without Kevin McCullough Jr. He was out with a bruised knee. Uh, Hunter Dickinson and KJ Adams each go for 16 points. And once again, all starting five got into double figures uh, last night, including Elmarco Jackson. Uh, an 83-54 win for Kansas. So, big, big game coming up Saturday. KU hosts Houston. Huge, huge, huge game. Absolutely monumental. Because it's at home, I think KU has a chance. But let's be real. And we've been a little bit perhaps overcritical of a team ranked number eight in the country. But the Jayhawks might just run into a buzzsaw. And I'm excited to see. I don't know if I've watched a Houston game end-to-end yet this year. And I'm kind of ready for it. I think it's going to be a fun one. It's not the Uh, prettiest basketball. Houston mm -hmm. doesn't play the prettiest style of ball. Because of the Holy Trinity, defense, rebounding, and forcing turnovers. And not turning the ball over. I, I get it. But you know, if you love if you love, you know, a lot of shots from the outside, you love great smooth offense, it's probably not your thing. Um, it's gritty over pretty. And they they they've won a lot with that. And they will force Kansas they will force it'll be hard for KU to score. But once again, I just I never count Kansas out in the fog. I never count it out. That's a it's like we've said before, it's at least worth ten points playing at home. Seems like it. It's amazing there. Also last night, your boy Patrick Cartier and Colorado State. Nice win last night over San Diego State. They really needed that badly. They needed that badly. They went 79-71. Neat Clifford and Isaiah Stevens each had 20 points to lead Colorado State. They put into that brief two-game skid in the very tough. Maybe the best conference in college basketball since the Big 12 slipping. Maybe it's the Mountain West. <laughs> top, top to bottom, it might be. Yeah, what a huge... Technically, it was a two-game skid, but three of their last four, and they weren't exactly playing... High-level, top-tier basketball yeah. as of late probably won't be ranked uh, once these next ones come out. But that's a huge one over an SDSU team that, I mean, is having a pretty good season of their own and is solid in conference play as well. I, it's a good, it's a good win. It's no, a great nice. Win. If nothing else, it it steadies you because you you still are that good of a team that you were earlier this year, but. That slippage was lasting, I think, a little too long, and for my taste, at least. Yeah, 
We'll see. Good bounce back win. On to the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. Another reminder, tonight, a big uh, tri-duel going on inside the Max Jones Fieldhouse. We talked about it yesterday with Chris Gio, uh, Northwest Tech, the 10th-ranked wrestling team in the nation. Today hosts the second-ranked Pratt, and as well as Cowley County. There's some great wrestlers on all three squads. Pratt, Northwest Tech, more than likely will to conference championship. It's also sophomore night for a very small sophomore class, but still a sophomore night there. So good luck to the Northwest Tech wrestling program as they have their triangular at the Max Jones Field. It should be a good one. Also tonight, Colby Community College wrestling at the Cloud Tri-Duel with Barton. And then you've got uh, Colby Community College men's wins basketball. They are hosting Hutchinson tonight inside the event center. Should be a couple interesting games there. Northwest Tech men and women have the night off. So uh, Christian got some good news yesterday. He got news that the Lions are going to the Super Bowl next year because their offensive coordinator is coming <laughs> back. That's going to make you feel good. That's a huge one. This is now the second coaching uh, job cycle that he has had. Head coaching offers multiple interviews with multiple franchises and has turned them down to return. And not only is he a top, perhaps the top OC in the league, but also with the weapons the Lions have put around him and at his fingertips, it's a dangerous offense. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Where will the Lions be next year? Will Aaron Glenn be back? I think he will be. We'll see. Anyway, nonetheless, we got to get out of here. For Christian Peck Dimmitt, I'm Ross Folkmer. Thanks, as always, for listening, missing the show. Catch up on the podcast. We're back again tomorrow on 23 Hours. We'll see you on a Thursday. It's been The Blitz.